0: You are listening to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast, starring my friend Rico. Hello there, everyone, and this is the Treks in Sci-Fi midweek minicast, show number twenty-eight. It is February 22nd, 2006. Going to be a pretty short show this week. Uh, work busy, home busy, everything busy, busy. So uh, stay tuned. Going to just talk about a, a movie that I've seen recently, review that a little bit, and some other uh, news in sci fi entertainment. So stand by, stand by, and here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. Okay, well, welcome back to everyone, or welcome to any new folks. This is Rico, host for Treks in Sci-Fi. I've just uh, been trying the last week and this week to do a uh, short little mini show in the middle of the week. Yeah, this uh, this show is to try to get a little caught up to make the uh, weekend show go a little easier and smoother. Although my last weekend show was still the uh, usual hours, so. Uh, We'll see how this works out. I'm going to do this for the next few weeks and see. Uh, It's a little bit much, two two of them in a week, Uh, but this one I don't spend as much time editing and as many uh, sound bites and clips from different episodes of Star Trek or movies or whatever I'm talking about. So This one's a little easier to throw together. But um, The first thing I'd like to talk about uh, to start off with is I finally saw last uh, weekend, I finally saw the movie... Sky High. Now this came out over last summer and I just never really got around to to seeing it. It wasn't at the top of my list at the time. It looked interesting. I enjoy comic books uh, quite a bit along, you know, of course with science fiction and that. So the movie looked tailor made for me, but I found it looked like kind of a little bit of a maybe perhaps a kiddie kind of movie. Well, I, I did see this finally last weekend, like I said on a DVD, and I really really liked it. It was uh, it was just a nice movie, and maybe that's not even the right word to use "nice," but I, I just uh, I found it. You know, it's a it's a, a Disney film, but you know that doesn't mean the same as it used to, perhaps. But the characters were nice and interesting. the The storyline was okay, you know, and it's basically about a uh, a high school of kids that their parents are superheroes. You know, they go to the high school, and their, their parents are superheroes, and this is the time, of, you know, about the time where they're getting their powers. And they're all split up into heroes, or what they like to uh, kind of derogatorily call uh, sidekicks, which are the, the kids either that have a real kind of wimpy, her- wimpy kind of power, like they, they, they melt down into a puddle or, you know, they can turn into gas or something, you know, no, nothing real offensive. So anyway, um, but the main storyline is about uh, the the two superheroes that, you know, the top heroes of all time uh, that are uh, the Commander and Jetstream, his wife, which are played by Kurt Russell and Kelly Preston in the movie. And they do a fun, nice job. I mean, it, it's not at all a heavy movie. It's just a fun little movie to watch. I think it was maybe an hour and 45 minutes uh but but i really really liked it and i think especially people would have that have kids in the you know middle school even or you know elementary late elementary school and even high school would enjoy it um especially i think because it's a you know a lot about a high school but of course you got the superpower angles thrown in there and there there's a storyline and a villain of course and all that stuff so uh what i thought i would do for uh for the the first part here is i'm going to uh I'm going to slip in the trailer, the audio for the trailer, which is actually pretty good. It tells you a lot about it, and you, some of you may have seen this. Again, it's a six-month-old movie or more. But uh, if you didn't see it, and I think a lot of people did miss this one at the theaters, I, I highly recommend that you rent it and or buy it, even if you'd like. Uh, I think it's even worth owning. Uh, go out and check out Sky High. I'll come back with a few more comments about it after I play the uh, the trailer. I think it's about two-minute-long uh, audio clip here. So I'm going to play the trailer for. Sky High. Here we go. Will, I just want you to know how proud I am that you'll be attending my alma mater. From the moment Will Stronghold started high school, he knew he was in for the ride of his life. Here we go! Welcome to Sky High. You are the descendant of the world's most legendary superheroes. All he wants is to live up to his family name. My parents are the greatest superheroes on the planet. But he's not sure he's got what it takes. Step up here and show me your power. Car. Yeah. Hero? If you don't make hero, you're just a sidekick. Carp. Are you insane? Sidekick. Gar now all i ever wanted for him was to save the world to transform himself we can't change who he is not without dropping him in a vat of toxic waste where will we even find a vat of steve to- he'll have to test his limits you have three minutes to immobilize your opponents and save the citizen uh, remember when we used to use real citizens yes uh, yes <laughs> And unleash the hero within. He's strong. Strong. He's super strong. From Walt Disney Pictures. Discovering his powers was just the beginning. Great, because the heroes of tomorrow. Hey, you want to dance? No. Me neither. We'll have to save the world today. My old enemy always swore he'd have his revenge on me. Put my dad down. This summer, the sky is the limit. Yeah, my boy! Sky High. My boy has super strength. Come here. Ow! Sorry. You are strong. Yeah, I really, uh, really thought that was pretty cool. Uh, the, the costuming and the effects were well done. Yeah, there really isn't a huge amount of them in the movie. It's, it's, uh, it almost takes a little bit of a backseat. The ending is sort of a, a big, uh, you know, spectacular kind of uh, showdown. A little bit, but even that's kind of uh, a little less uh, high budget, like you know, something like Spider-Man or the Fantastic Four and that. So, so Sky High. One of the things that got me slightly uh, interested in this more is the uh, the main writer on the movie is a member of excuse me the uh, he's a member of this replica prop forum that I uh, I visit quite often. It's called Replica Prop Forum, and you can pretty much Google that and find it. Uh, But he's he's a writer or was or is a writer and and has written a few movies, and uh, so we got a lot of advanced warning and, and little uh, tidbits that he would throw out on the forum. But anyway, Sky High, uh, a lot of fun. Kurt Russell, you know, the classic uh, Disney guy. He's done so many Disney movies. I have no idea how many he's done. I mean, I remember some of his early Disney movies that he did and Kelly Preston is good in it. She doesn't really have a lot to do, but the it's mainly about the kids, of course, the kids of the superheroes. And if anyone uh, has seen it and would like to comment, uh, send me an email, treksf at gmail.com. Or you can call the, uh, the Trek line if you want to call it that. It's The number for the voicemail for the program is 206-88-TREKS. And that leads me into uh, my other comments. Last uh, Last weekend's podcast, I put out a call for... People to send in audio comments either through a uh, you know just email and, and attach a, a small MP3 file of a minute or more, maybe you know under two minutes definitely, and to tell me what your uh, and you don't really have to necessarily limit it to just one episode. I think I may have said that, but uh, you know a couple episodes. But tell me what your favorite uh, Star Trek episodes are in an audio file. Either call the the voicemail line or send me an audio clip. And what I was going to do is. Everyone that does that will be included in a drawing to win a Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Yes, the one directed by William Shatner. Yes, the one with Spock's half-brother. All that, uh, which, it's still got some good moments in it. You know, to me, any Star Trek movie is fun anyway, and there's always good stuff in each one. Some have more good stuff than others, like Wrath of Khan. But, you know, Star Trek V is is um, probably not one of the most favorite of the Star Trek movies for most fans, but... I've got a DVD of that that I'm going to give away to a, a random winner of everyone that sends me in an, an audio clip. And so far, I'm not getting a lot of them. So your chances of winning this are fairly high if you send something in to me before uh, this weekend show. And I have to get them by coming, uh, this coming Saturday evening because I usually record the podcast on Sunday mornings. So need them by this Saturday evening. And again, just send those to the uh, email or the voicemail line, and I'll uh, I'll be looking for those. Now, the last uh, little segment that I wanted to talk about this week is some sci-fi news. I was reading uh, there's a Sci-Fi Wire uh, little listing of news items that the Sci-Fi.com channel puts out. And I was just flipping through it. It looks like um, there's a few interesting things on here. I guess there are some, and this isn't strictly truly sci-fi, but it is a little bit. The James Bond thing with this new actor, Daniel Craig. I guess there are some fans that are already protesting about you know casting him in the role, and I, I just I find that kind of amusing. I mean, if if they don't like it, just don't go see the movie when it comes out. I, I, they're not going to change anything. They're filming the movie right now. They're working on this film, so it's not like they're going to go. Oh my gosh, there's some fans out there. They don't like Daniel Craig in the role that we you know we we cast him in, and, and oh we better get rid of him and and hire Pierce Brosnan back or someone else to play him. I've actually got a pretty good friend. Um, that I've known a long, long time that works for MGM, and he ends up usually going to uh, the you know the early premieres of the of the Bond films, and, and he sometimes can give me a little insight to to what's going on on that. But uh, the other thing on the, the 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 excuse me again James Bond front is I also read they're just starting to film this, and uh, Daniel Craig, one of the first fight scenes that they did for the film, he he lost a couple of his front teeth, I guess, in in the fight. I didn't get a lot of the details of what happened. Some kind of a stunt, you know, mishap. I guess, you know, when they do those fights, the guy's always supposed to sort of turn, and and you're not really supposed to connect with his face. Or I'm not sure how it happened, but the poor guy, you know, the new James Bond is already getting beat up and and lost some teeth for uh, for this film. So that's kind of unfortunate. I mean, those accidents happen. It's good it wasn't anything worse, of course. Especially with a Bond movie. I've heard they're not doing a lot of gadgets in this film. It's going to be kind of low key on that end, and. But you know, there there can be mishaps, and there have been mishaps in in films and movies uh, in the past. So I, I hope nothing more happens on this. And I'm still reserving judgment. I, I'm a I'm a pretty big James Bond fan. I've enjoyed the last few films they've done. You know, they they all again um, just like Star Trek and you know, in movies they've got their ups and downs. Some are better, some are worse. But usually, it's still a f- I feel like it's a, a a fun time at the movies, and I, I I feel like I usually get my money's worth out of a, a Bond movie. So. So we'll see how this turns out. I think it's due out. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's due out this summer. I'm trying to. I think it's Christmas. I think it's in Christmas of 2006 is when it's due out. So we'll be looking for uh, for the James Bond film and see how it goes. Casino Royale is the name of it. Okay. The uh, the other interesting bit of sci-fi uh, news on, on the TV front is this uh, new series Aquaman that they're working on the uh, the pilot for. Uh, you know, the, the UPN networks and the WB networks are merging or have merged. They, uh, they're they forming this new network called the CW network. I'm not sure if that's really in place yet. I don't think it is. Maybe in the fall that'll be all done. But anyway, what I'm reading here is that the the star that they had chosen, which was originally this guy named Will Toll, I think is how you pronounce it, He's already been replaced. They replaced him with this soap a- actor Justin Hartley, and uh, for some reason, I guess I guess with the changes of the UPN and the uh, excuse me WB merger, they had a new guy come in, and he kind of looked at the situation, and they decided that they're maybe going to go. They they always like to say these things in a slightly different direction for this. Uh, series and they decided they needed a different actor in the part for some reason which is kind of a shame i mean you know give the guy give the poor guy a chance he went through some kind of casting process and now you're 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 replacing him before you even start so i thought that was kind of sad i mean that's uh i feel bad for the guy i mean he never got a shot he never really got a chance at all so uh so we'll see how this all turns out yeah, I've been a big fan of the Smallville TV series that's on uh, the WB for the last... It's in its uh, fifth season. Actually, this season, I, I've really been enjoying it a lot. I think they've done some really solid shows. They're out of high school now. The stories are a little more intense. Uh, there, there's a lot more going on. I've talked about it on the on the, the main podcast on the weekends a little bit, but it's, uh, it's really well done. It's well-written, well-acted, and I enjoy it. And I was kind of hoping this Aquaman series would sort of pick up that... Uh, that beat a little bit and and be also uh, a good, you know, comic book superhero television series to watch because, you know, Smallville, even though it's doing pretty well, I mean, I'm sure it's probably going to be back next year, but that'll be like its sixth season and who knows how many more they'll have, maybe another one after that perhaps. But uh, so it'd be nice to have another good, solid, uh, you know, kind of superhero TV show on and and maybe Aquaman will be that. Maybe it won't be, who knows? We'll have to wait and see. And uh, the last thing I was just going to mention once more is still about uh, Sci-Fi Fridays. It's, uh, excuse me, it is uh, still the Stargates, both of them SG-1 at Atlantis and Battlestar Galactica are still continuing new episodes Friday nights and it looks like they're getting close to wrapping up uh, their seasons. This will be the second season, let me see if I get this all right, the second season for Battlestar Galactica wrapping up now. Pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. Then um, Atlantis will be wrapping up its second season. And let's see, SG-1 is in its ninth season. And these are all going to be back with their next season starting over the summer. You know, the Sci-Fi Channel has a little different schedule than the normal networks, which is which I kind of enjoy, actually, because they tend to, at least in the United States, they'll have new episodes on like during the summer they start up. When they're for television, at least, there's not a lot of new shows on. So uh, that's enjoyable, and I always look forward to the, to them starting up in the summer. So check those out if you haven't had a chance or uh, get caught up on them. They're all, I think, um, it's just the uh, Battlestar Galactica that's on iTunes right now. But, of course, you can always get the DVD sets when those come out. The, uh, the last thing I thought I would mention for the Star Wars fans out there, some of you may be aware of this, some of you may not, there are. There was a book published. Uh, not sure when it first came out. After the original trilogy, a few years after, but it's called the uh, Star Wars Chronicles. It's it's a large, hardbound, uh, slipcased book. That's. It's fairly expensive in the hundred dollar range or so. But it has a an amazing wealth of information and behind the scenes photos and a lot of uh, pictures of different areas and or, or different. Aspects of filming the Star Wars films that, that aren't seen in a lot of other publications out there. And they reprinted this recently. If you go to like Amazon.com or something like that, search for Star Wars Chronicles and you'll, you'll find that uh, one. And there's also now a, a black cover with a Vader face kind of shape on the front of it that they did a Star Wars Chronicle book for the prequel films for the first three, uh, episode one, two, and three. And they did another book along that line. I, I just recently actually ordered that one for myself. To uh, I have the older one. I didn't. I didn't need to get the reprint, but uh, they've reprinted both the original for the original trilogy and now this new one for the prequels. And I just want to recommend those to to Star Wars fans. If you're a little hesitant about the price in that, I, let me tell you. I mean, if you do have the funds and you can swing it. it. They are well worth it. They have uh, an amazing amount of good information and photos in those books, so check those out. I'm going to wrap uh, wrap up this little mini cast now. I think the, there's not a whole lot more I wanted to get in for right now. I'm going to save the the good stuff for the weekend, of course, be reviewing the original series episodes of The Enemy Within this weekend, and doing the usual other stuff, collectibles, some email and that. Uh, but I'm going to finish off this podcast with a uh, a musical little selection from a uh, a group called Spock. It, it's it's not just Spock one word. It's S period P period O period. You get the idea. Again, you go to Amazon or a music site and you can find them. But I ran. I'm not sure how I ran across this group, but they have some interesting titles of their uh, of their songs. One's called. Uh, Charlie X once called, uh, I think, "Beat Me Up." Another one that I'm going to use here at the end of the show. I'll play part of this. I'm not going to play it all. Don't want to get in any kind of copyright trouble. But uh, this one is called. The selection I'm going to play a little piece of is called "Never Trust a Klingon." It's kind of uh, electronic, a uh, little odd kind of music, but it's kind of neat. And if you're a Star Trek fan, I think you might enjoy it. It's, uh, you can buy the some of these songs. I think they have three or four CD albums out off of iTunes or other music places online or order the CDs, of course, if you'd like the whole thing. But musical group Spock taking us uh, out. Trying to be DJ again. Um, so anyway, that's uh, Rico signing off for this little mini cast. Here is the group Spock with Never Trust a Klingon. Have a good rest of the week, everyone, and I will see you uh, or talk to you Uh, Sunday. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.